Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It is your host, Poonam, here with a very special guest, Keetana Rainan. Today, we are going to talk about burnout and why it is important to be aware of symptoms of burnout and what to do in times of need. You know, I was very intrigued with this topic and I did some research and I wanted to know who coined this term burnout. And I found that term was coined back in 1970s by the American psychologist Herbert Bredenberg He used it to describe the consequences of severe stress and high ideals in helping professions. But, you know, I am hearing this term from high schoolers as well as college students. So I wanted to really find out more. And that's the reason we are doing this podcast recording. So let's get started and find out more about this topic. So welcome, Geeta. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Before I ask you a few questions, can you please introduce yourself and tell us more about you and what are you doing currently? Hi, Poonam. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So uh, my name is Geeta Narayanan. I have a licensed marriage and family therapist. I have a practice in Bascom Avenue in San Jose. Um, let's see, I see uh, adults, uh, younger adults also, and in my practice, and very few uh, couples in my practice. A lot of them I see uh, in terms of clinical, I see them with anxiety and depression and other relationship issues. Thank you so much, Gita, for letting us know your expertise. That's fantastic. So before I ask you a detailed question about this topic, I would like to start with a very basic question. What is burnout? And you mentioned you are seeing young adults um, who are maybe going through anxiety, stress, and depression. Uh, But what's the difference between these terms, burnout and stress? Any insights to that? Burnout is a cycle of negative emotions and withdrawal that results from investing too much into something emotionally, intellectually, or physically without doing anything to restore yourself. So I see that quite a, this kind of mentality, whether it is stress or burnout, not just with one population, I see across lifespan in all ages. It really depends on their role and what they actually take under their belt, sometimes even beyond their capacity. Interesting. So what are the possible causes for feeling burnt out? You know, uh, 
I would say that burnout, it's probably one of the reason could be is, as it says, you know, there's a prolonged stress. So basically, you just feel that that you you aren't stuck in the cycle. There is absolutely no room to no room to breathe. Um, like uh, like Christina Baslack, you know, one of the social psychologists, she says that it's a response to long term emotional and interpersonal stresses on the job, and you just get into the cycle and you keep on going, just like the hamster on the wheel. There is no end to it. That is what burnout is. Interesting. So the person who is feeling burnout is going through that turmoil or long-term emotional stress, but maybe not realizing it. So how would a person know if he or she is burnt out? Are there any particular symptoms? Yes, definitely, Poonam. Actually, uh, you know, sometimes there, there is physical symptoms and then there is also mental symptoms, but both are also like interrelated. So it's not that, you know, there will be first display of physical symptoms and mental symptoms later. So one of the physical symptoms would be uh, like headaches, uh, like the heart palpitations, insomnia, change in appetite, irregular sleep patterns. And then also mental symptoms is anxiety, depression, uh, difficulty concentration, forgetfulness. And crying spells, you know, sometimes things get too overwhelming that's beyond their capacity, that's beyond what they are able to do. And they feel a sense of overwhelmingness. So the crying spells happen. So these are some of the symptoms that one could look for. For, I mean, for an extended period of time. When I say extended period of time, you would see that anywhere between two to four weeks. And, uh, and then I would say that if, Instead of just waiting even for four weeks, I suggest that just look into it as soon as you feel. Because sometimes we feel, oh, you know, it is just today. I will just see how it is. So I think if, it's, if it is about one to two weeks, I think that's a good time to just stop and assess, okay, what is going on with me? I think that would be a good way to assess. Very true. Yeah, instead of delaying it, it's better to, you know, if possible, prevent it. Otherwise, or take care of yourself. So another question in my mind, Gita, is there a particular age group or personality type who feel more burnt out than others? See, the age group, I'm going to say Poonam, is, it happens across the lifespan, like I said initially. Because if you really see, um, um, like starting from very young children, all the kids are overcrowded with activities. And if you see also the middle schoolers, um, they are also, because sometimes I think the, the going to college and the college admission process of what you need to do in college, it starts from middle school these days, not even in high school. And then so it continues from middle school all the way to high school and even after they graduate high school. So it goes every, every group of uh, age, school age kids, they go through some kind of burnout or distressing factors that is making them feel overwhelming and burnout. So I don't think it is just one particular age group. And also high school anyway, that has its own challenges, similar situation. And I also see a lot of young adults who leave home to college. Uh, there is a sense of, you know, first time they are actually experiencing what the world is, right? After the first 18 years of their lives, they live with their parents in their safe environment. So suddenly when they just go step out, immediately they feel they should be an adult. 
you know, adulthood is a biggest because we, I keep telling them, you know, you're 18 now. This is it, right? You're going to be in this for a long time. So, and then, but then they think that, okay, once I'm 18, I'm supposed to do it all. I'm supposed to get it all immediately. And there is a sense of urgency very quickly. And there is a sense of urgency. It's like you go to college and immediately they want this internship. Immediately they want to start their own company. So there is absolutely no room for needing any space. So that's why you feel that burnout is, it just continues, right? After college, I mean, they feel they take it to their workforce. And then after the workforce, it just continues. So that's why I think it's important to continuously monitor. Thank you for clarifying that. Gita, and even uh, as I was saying, a high demanding jobs, right? And other jobs where maybe some caretaker, right? Caregiver is there or parents with special needs or yeah. any, right? Those professions also are very demanding. Yeah, so you're think... absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you're right. Because the caregiving, taking care of parents and taking care of uh um, let's say in-laws and if there are like special needs children they go through their own challenges too and sometimes you know uh, there is also this set thing about housewives homemaker and they experience burnout too because they are just tired of constantly taking care of people taking care of the general responsibilities in the house and they can experience this too you're absolutely right so as per my understanding, then no age group or particular personality types, we all can feel that burnout um, anytime. So, but what could be the preventive action a person can take to avoid this burnout? I think the best thing, Unam, is to just, uh, to just detect this earlier than later, um, because Sometimes we just feel that, oh, you know, it's going to get better. I think it's just me. I need to just work harder. So I think sometimes it's better to just question that and see this, this has been happening for one to two weeks. Okay, let me just pause and see what is happening. And then one of the preventive things one can do is, you know, always create a routine for yourself to take care of your physical and mental health, which could be exercising, meditating, and also listening to the podcast, like what we are doing right now. And one of the things that we all have to do is the gratefulness journal, whether it's in the beginning of the day or the end of the day or doing both times, right? And uh, because sometimes we don't appreciate what we have. Sometimes, you know, mind always is looking for something that we don't have. So, and we don't appreciate what we have. So I think those are the things that will just help our mind to feel nurtured and take care of it. And of course, uh, you know, if any of these things don't help, then seeking professional help sooner than later would be the next step. Yes, Gita, and I do believe, you know, I'm also a working professional and I do know how it feels when uh, you're working in high demand job role. Yeah. I do have colleagues who do share like, you know, if they are feeling something like that. So what I tell them, you know, having hobbies, infusing some joy in your day, that's very important. Um, so and even the psychologist who coined this term, I think he was also working way better. And I encourage my audience to read that story. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but when he realized what he was doing and he did not have any joy or hobbies and it was just work 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 
then he had to step back and take care of himself by having some good hobbies so i do give very much very importance to hobbies any creativity you want to do writing singing right gardening going in the nature right something other than work student it could be you know study is not the only thing you yeah. should be doing 24/7 right so that's what i feel like it it could be very helpful if you are creative you are going out in nature taking care of your mind body and nutrition as you were saying right yeah yeah no you're absolutely right because i think we actually i feel um some of us you know when we were also raised in india it is always the hobby and leisure it was not given that much importance because the main thing was doing your homework going to school getting getting a job or going to college get a, get a degree that is going to get you a job that's it right but there is not much and then here also though we we take our kids to all the classes and everything everything is geared to okay which is what classes i should take even for hobbies that is going to get me to the a list colleges right where that is going to get to me those companies so it is always it is always going behind those things so as a result of which i feel there is not much space for any of us okay what is it i actually want to do you know like what you said you know it could be anything it could be writing sometimes it could be i'm going to go for ice skating have you tried ice skating no actually i like doing dance have you tried a bollywood dance you don't know and see some of the it, so a lot of things it doesn't need to be for something right it could be something that will bring you joy and sometimes you know all these things we need to bring some you know lightness to our life because i feel that um there seems to be a sense of competition um and then we are all raised in a very competitive environment we still are i think back in india right because a good amount of population we are we all come from a middle class population right and where education guarantees you know a job and job gives security and everything so everything else comes secondary so i think right now and that's what i think we are trying to i guess this generation to say you know job is not the only thing i guess that's why you and i are doing this podcast to say you know how can you continue to evolve and grow other than your job and education right you know create some passion that is going to help you to also have some fun in your life absolutely like enjoy the journey yes you have a destination to reach but if you're not enjoying your journey yeah you're not taking that pause to appreciate what you have yeah. and you know you won't be happy yeah. so i fully get what you're saying i think that's a wonderful advice to our teens who are listening to this podcast so any advice for our parents who are raising their children in this competitive environment as you are talking i think it's the same thing that what you're saying is a journey for the teens i think for for us parenting too is a journey and i don't think it is it is like a, it, it's a fixed thing and i think our kids are growing up i think it's more challenging for them because they're growing up in two cultures and it's not easy we all grew up only in one culture and that itself was hard enough right and it was not easy for us and for our kids it's harder because they they have to kind of tiptoe in both cultures so i think there will be a lot of helpful for the parents is show a lot of compassion and a lot of empathy and actually find out what is it they are thinking and how are they thinking 
and i think we as parents i mean we do provide good values and beliefs you know there's no doubt doubt about it. i mean they're all good kids by and large right but the the main job is also to help them be you know pretty independent as much as possible um because i think as parents i feel as and when the kids are getting ready to go out of the house it's better they go out and explore their world and tell them you know you please go and find your own path but also I'll let them know that they can come to you at any time if they want help keep it curious and keep it collaborative rather than growing a child as your project because you know that's when that's when things get very out of control where i see a lot of parents driving up to the university every week and doing their laundry cooking for them and all that it's okay to do once in a while because we all do that but sometimes that becomes their project right that becomes a project and then the kids end up being the puppet then the kids are not allowed to grow so when the kids are not allowed to grow and be independent then that it create more stress not just between the parents and the child i think also for the child later on when they are trying to be independent and when they are also creating new relationships so that can create their own stress so as far as parents also just like what we are telling the teens it's good to develop our own hobby and we are never too old to develop our own hobby and you know it is a process it is a journey and uh, i'm also going to say that i think we should just be like gentle on ourselves i guess until we are not gentle on ourselves it's going to be hard for us to be gentle and compassionate to our kids wonderful geeta and i do believe we parents are the role model and if kids see us working like machines yeah that's what they are seeing and maybe yeah. they will model us so i think it's parents responsibility to have a balanced life yeah. and having joy in their own life yes. so that they can infuse that in the family and kids also learn like it's not only work 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 there are other like as you're saying social responsibilities right responsibility for your communities for your other Uh, growth and development right so it's wonderful to learn from you and listen to your perspective about the burnout we talked about preventive care we talked about when to see experts and how as a family we can help each other to stay as healthy and happy family so thank you very much for sharing your perspective today yeah thank you so much poonam for having me over i really enjoyed this conversation with you thank you You're listening to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you so much for listening.